And that's what a, re a real leader does is they take action because you can't lead someone if you're just out there floundering yourself. You have to be, your yes has to be yes, your no has to be no. You have to focus on what is going to get you to your next goal, but what is gonna get your, your and I don't wanna say followers, but your coaches to their next goal. Um, and, and I was really honest with a coach yesterday. She's like, I don't understand why this is not happening. And I said, I don't understand it either, but we don't always have to understand it in order to continue to press forward and do what we're supposed to do. Um, and sometimes that clarity comes on the other side of it. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we, Becky and Monique, your new biz besties, both busy moms, just like you. We're here to talk all things network marketing, mom life, and how to truly live out your calling. We'll be dropping two episodes each week to help you, the busy mompreneur, know the exact strategies to build both your business and your home. You'll hear each week from one of the top network marketers on their best tips for what's led to their success and what's working now. We know that you're here because you are called to something more. You have a desire to succeed in both your business and at home, and we are going to teach you how. If you love what you hear here on the podcast and want to be one of our success stories, join us inside our community, The Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we provide a daily social media action plan, additional resources, kingdom coaching, and more. Click the show notes for the link to join. So let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur with myself, Monique, and Becky. And we have a amazing guest today, Elizabeth Davis with Optavia. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, we are so excited to have you. So for those of you who are listening, you know, every week we choose a network marketer that we admire, that we look up to, somebody who we think can share value. And so Elizabeth Davis has been someone that Becky and I have really admired so much about her heart and her character and the person who she is and the way that she runs her business with such grace, such joy. If you follow her on social media, I feel like joy is like the biggest thing that comes up. You know, you have this huge smile. You're always encouraging other people. So for those of you who don't know Elizabeth, she is a mom of six. She is from Huntsville and she has been in Optavia for four years and she's an incredible leader. She's an incredible encourager. She also has a podcast called Empower Her Abundantly. So welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So for those who don't know about you, tell us just a little bit about you, your story. How did you get started in Optavia? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny. Um, I love that you said I uh, was joy and encouraging. That's what my parents told me I was my whole life. So I have just lived up to that. Um, and it's fun when I hear other people say that who don't even know my parents. So it's kind of fun. Um, but yes, I, uh, I'm i so grateful that, um, you know, whether it's born that way, or or just the process of my being raised that joy is kind of my mission. Um, I want everybody to be joyful and to be um, positive and encouraging. So I love that. Thank you, Monique, for saying Can that. Can I just say something about that? I think yeah. that is such a testament of the power of a parent's words mm -hmm. that when someone says something over and over and over to their child, like you believe that and you take that on. 
You it's live so into true. it. I like, was just thinking the same thing. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I just was like, oh my gosh, that's say, crazy. Um, that uh, Elizabeth has a zest for life and she's just full of joy. And I've, I, I mean, you and and you know saying that you bring about I'm not a manifester I'm a I'm a pray and and speaking words of life over over your children and over everyone but uh, you do bring about what you speak about and what you think about and and I'm so grateful that my parents spoke those words over me and it it's served me very well in in my life <laughs> and my uh, my siblings also <laughs> so they didn't they didn't exclude them and I'm a middle child so if I got all of it imagine how amazing my older and younger siblings are <laughs> um, anyway but back to how I got going and all of this it's it's kind of a funny story um um I I really have always loved to have businesses I am a I am a perpetual entrepreneur. I mean, I usually have three or four things going on at one time. And honestly, I've been that way since a child too. When I was about 12 years old, um, some people in our church had, you know, kind of tr started training me as a mother's helper and babysitting. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can make a lot of money doing this. And and if I clean up their kitchen and organize their pantry, they even pay me more. And so I realized the qual the the um the ability to earn if per se and and by doing a really good job being able to actually earn more and kind of self-promoting and so I kind of took that on early early on and I really wanted to buy my own school clothes because if I bought my own school clothes nobody could tell me not to bring not to wear that it was mine so <laughs> it's kind of see little that rebellion as a child um but it was uh but that's kind of where I got started just early on just really kind of working for myself and uh, moving up through that and then I I worked for um a woman entrepreneur um who absolutely you know has had a huge impact on my life I still love her to this day we still talk to this day but she had her own court report court reporting firm and she hired me on as a 18 18 and a half year old kid to help her and I became the manager and ran her firm with her and it was just really and that's what I did until I got married with uh, to Andrew but it was just kind of a neat thing too and she would allow me everybody was 1099 and she would allow me to help pick who got the jobs and I always picked the people that did the best jobs so it was kind of like my own little network marketing team there too so anyway it's kind of an interesting way to to live and then got married um, and got pregnant two months after I got married. So we pretty much were just like, bam, 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 we're going to have a bunch of children. <clears throat> Excuse me. With all of that, I still had other little things going on. I tried Mary Kay. I tried Longa Burger. Um, I did all the little things that you could stay home in your house with your children and do. And I did makeovers and all that. Those those businesses at that time didn't really stick with me. And I think a lot of it was just um, seasons. And I literally was having a baby, pregnant with another one. My husband was getting his master's degree. He wouldn't come home till ten o'clock at night every night. And it was just a little bit too much. I mean, I had to realize and take a step back and be like, what is, what are my priorities right now? Um, that was 25 years ago. <laughs> so it's a little bit different now. So anyway, so fast forward through all of that, we've adopted, we've adopted three, uh, had three children, uh, raised them and everyone is out of the house now, except my 17 year old. Um, and he is, pretty much, you know, self-sufficient at 17. And so um, I do homeschool him, but he's in a hybrid. So he goes to school three days a week and he's with me two days a week, which is really a good mix. And I get to still have that connection with him. But with all that being said, 
Octavia fell in my lap about four years ago. Honestly, I really needed to get healthy. I had gone through some trauma with some of our adopted children and I gained 50 pounds. And I really wasn't the type, I mean, I've kind of yo-yoed the same five to 10 pounds my whole life, but to gain 50 pounds was like a big deal. And of course I wanted to blame it on my thyroid and I wanted to blame it on um, the depression and the trauma, which all that played a factor in it. But the reality was I was eating stacks of Oreos at night. I mean, no lie, it was bad. And that's all I wanted to do was eat. And so um, we went to, Andrew and I went to a wedding, my husband, and I was sat next to this talk about a zest for life. She was in her fifties and she's out there dancing and she's so excited and she's super thin. She looks like she just came out of a high school prom. And I'm like, what do you do? And she said, my husband and I are health coaches. And I'm like, both of you? Well, what does your husband do to make money? And she's like, no, we're both health coaches. And I'm like, okay, I need to know about that. A, um, <laughs> B, I need to know how y'all lost, you know, how you lost the weight and all, how you also provide for your family. So um, a little side note to that, in the midst of all that, I had also owned a surf pro franchise in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So I actually had a business that ran and we built that up and sold it. And, and I love the, the symbolism of this. Right when we sold, we we sold it because we brought in two teenagers into our life uh, to to live with us to, through foster care at that time. But we needed to have more help, so we wanted to move back towards our family. My husband was going to work with his dad. We sold our business, and I had a salary for seven years. And I'll never forget that because I had worked, and then now the Lord was allowing this to sustain us while I went back home and made all the casseroles again and was in everybody's face at night when they were going to bed. So it's kind of an interesting, I've had a little bit of big time transitions over the years. So anyway, back to the serve pro, sold it, all of that. Um, and I, I was going somewhere with that and now I've kind of lost my train of thought. I can't remember what I was going to tell y'all. Well, I, I have a question while you're getting yeah. your train of thought. Okay. So or not a question, but a just observation. I love that you just shared that you worked your business, you were able to sell it. And right at the time that you brought two kids and two kids into your home, teenagers into your home through foster care, how God provided you with a salary for seven years. Like, can we just talk about that for a second? Because, you know, we just did a podcast um, a couple of weeks ago about the difference between support versus surrender. And we were talking about how Sometimes God provides things like when we surrender to him and say, we're like, all right, I'm going to focus on my children. I'm going to prioritize this thing that, you know, he's, he's called you to prioritize. It doesn't mean we're being lazy, but I think that is just such a testament to him providing so that you are able to focus on your family. Right. And that's where that kingdom minded goes. I've, I've always, I've always, I've, I've always been a Christian. I've always, I have always been a Christian. I was raised in, in church and in a Christian home. And, um, but I, I, te- I joke around and tell people, I think the age of accountability is around 25 to 30. Whenever you're really like, why do I believe what I believe? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I did go through that as well, but the kingdom minded part of it is I've always wanted to walk in the path that God has designed for me. And and that trickles down to what is God designed for my children at this time because we are their leader. <laughs> Take me to your leader. We are their leader. And so I'm like, I need to be open to what is God doing with my children and my husband and my family. And that is my kingdom on earth. Mm-hmm. And so so having that that little portion of of, you know, that's my top priority always. And of course we do have to have an income and all those things. But with the seven years, that income 
income provided it paid our mortgage. Like my, we never had to take wow. our mortgage out of our, out of my husband's income um, for all those seven years. So I do remember now what I was going to say. So getting into that, meeting her at that wedding, I was looking for um, a new, a new stream of income. Honestly, I had been like, you know, dabbling in different things. I was a bookkeeper. Y'all, I would go pick up people's kids. I would walk their dogs. I would do everything in order to have, you know, this child wanted guitar lessons. This child wanted this. And all of it was feeding the desire I have because I enjoy creating an income, but it was also to provide for the people that I was in charge of. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that was kind of part of it. So, so I was looking for a new, an, another income stream because I had I had 12 months left on my my salary from Serpro and I thought well if I can just replace that that that's good enough for me and you know because that's we had become dependent on it if we paid our mortgage you know we we kind of needed to replace it and so um she told me and I basically chased her down I got her <laughs> phone number I kept calling her kept calling her um I ended up um signing up to be a client and a coach on the same day because I thought, well, if she can lose the weight and she can have an income, so can I. And I, I, that's one thing that's also kingdom minded. I look at you and Monique and, and I look at everybody out there and think we're all capable. We can all do what God's called us to do. And when I see the success of others, it just drives me to want to do what they did or do more or what is it, what's, what is for me in this situation or what is for my family? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I saw that in Vonda and signed up to be a coach and a client in the same day. And y'all, I, I have to just be honest, since y'all um, market to network marketers and social sellers, I did not have a client for three months. Mm. I did 64 health assessments and got 64 no's. You you need to hear that because it took me 90 days to bring on a client all while the weight was melting off of me. I was exuberant about the product. (laughs) I was exuberant about all the things, but I had to earn that no like and trust factor, even though my friends love me and know me, they were like, what the heck? She's little Debbie and drinks sweet tea all the time. <laughs> this is not the Elizabeth that we know. <laughs> and they were right. And so I think they were watching to see if it stuck and see if mm-hmm. I really did feel the way, if, if I was legit and telling the truth. Well, the, out of those 64 over, I think probably 60 of them are my clients now, but it just took me that three months of consistency, of stick to of, of doing the dadgum thing, right? Like instead of, yes. going, it's just not working for me. It's just, oh my I, word. People, yes. Yeah. And yes, yes, yes. To all the things. Well, I just have to say, I, love hearing your story because uh, obviously you do have a ton of zest for life and joy and people listening, you know, if you're listening, you're probably thinking, yes, she does. You know, just even listening to you speak, excuse me. Um, I know you're very passionate about helping other people and it serves you well, you know, in this industry, because that's what so much of this is about. And just even as moms and as Christian women, you know, we have this desire. I think that's why too, this industry fits so well into this women of faith, because we have a desire to serve and to help others. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's what you've been able to do. You know, you had this transformational health, you know, journey. And I love, I love, love, love that you shared with us that you had to talk to 64 people 
because so many times people come into this space and, you know, for whatever reason, right, maybe because they just have this perception of what the way someone's business works based on what they see online, you know, on social media, maybe even a misconception from the way someone's marketing, you know, the direct sales, you know, laptop lifestyle, whatever kind of thing. But I love that you just kept going. And and I think too, when you are convicted or when you feel like something has blessed you, it's like, I'm going to keep going until someone else gets on this bus with me, right? Like I think of that book, The Energy Bus by John Gordon mm -hmm. and how he talks about there's, you know, you have this vision for where you want to go as the leader and you're looking for people to get on the bus with you. And sometimes people are only on for a short time and then they get off the bus and that's okay. But you know where the destination is. You see this vision for your life. And I love that you shared that because I think some people get so discouraged, you know, when they hear no, and sometimes it's by the people we love the most, mm -hmm. you know, people that, um, you know, and I would love to hear, did you have anyone that said no to you that was very like gut-wrenching and like frustrating and discouraging? Or did you just think like, kind of have this mindset, well, it's working for me and over time, like, you know, cause it seems like you already have this abundance mindset versus the scarcity of like, okay, I'm hearing no, whatever. But instead that abundant mindset of like, you know, it's working for me and I know my journey and my story will inspire others. Or did you have some hurdles and some like mindset blocks that you really had to get work through? Oh yes. I had tons of mindset blocks and my sister rejected me who I <laughs> love the most and she loves me the most. She is now a coach with me, but it, in the beginning she was like, no, you're crazy. And I work out all the time and I eat healthy and I don't need to lose any weight. And I was like, I'm not saying you need to lose weight. I'm saying you need to work with me and you need to do this business because I know it can benefit your life. She actually, need to lose weight. She was just in denial. Um, so, uh, and she would, she would crack up listening to me say that because she's, she's right. She said she would never get on the scale and, you know, and, and it always reminds me when I talk about her story too, she was not willing to face her own reality. And I did, I do find that a lot in mm -hmm. Optivia in particular, because it's health related and wealth related that yes. we have to face our own reality. We have to actually get on the scale. We have to actually, I mean, I had to look at my budget and say, I need to replace that income and I got to figure out how in the next 12 months. I gave myself 12 months. I replaced it in three. I doubled it in four. Oh, so wow. Again, you have to realize that you're like, you, you, there's so much more on the other side of your surrender and of your obedience. And, and the minute that I met Vonda and she started telling me about it, I knew that was it. That was for me. And mm -hmm. so again, I do have an abundance mindset and, but I don't think everything's for me. I also am like, nope, that's not for me. I know that's not, you know, and, and not for any other reason. I mean, little dumb things like, I love the people that sell. I've bought everything. I've bought Monate. I've bought um, Plexus. I've bought every health thing. Yep, that's out I there. get it. I got I like doTERRA. Oil. I got, yeah. I got the rollers on my forehead. Yeah, I do all the things. I do it to support the people. I also do it because they're good products. Right? And honestly, at this point in my life, I don't want to fiddle around with things that aren't going to work. And mm -hmm. so that's another reason why, you know, I feel like it's, it's, I'm very intentional about sharing up to be because I know it works. I mean, look at me four years later, I'm still in an amazing 
place and my health better. I'm better every every year, every month, really. Um, and uh, I would not trade that for anything in the world. And I want to share that with people. I want to say, hey, if you really do want to get healthy, I have a solution for you. And yeah. so, yes, I do have that abundance mindset in, in, in all the ways, but especially with this. And it's not just because of the financial benefit, although that is there. It is also because of just the whole life. The It's holistic. Yeah. I love how you said your sister was in denial. And, you know, when, when you shared your own story of you were walking through this hardship and trauma and how that led to you realizing and recognizing, okay, like I need to make change, you know, it yeah. changes for myself. So let's talk about that for a little bit. I'd love for you to share maybe from some of the people that you've worked with or your own recognition, as you were describing it, I was thinking emotional eating. I don't know if you would describe it that way, but what, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, do you see that in people and how do, like, what would you say to the woman who might be in the position you were prior to starting Optavia? Mm -hmm. So that's really a great question. And I'll tell you what, it was emotional eating. It was anything to make me feel better from, you know, just what had, what had gone on and what was going on. But I, I had my birthday. It was, it was my birthday. And I thought I need to step on the scale. I need to take care of myself. And it was like a little light bulb switch. This was before I met Vonda because my birthday's in August. That fall though, God was preparing me to meet her in October. But in August, I was turning 44. Yeah, I was turning 44. And I had this little twinge in my head that was like, it was almost like, pull yourself up, get out of this. Like you're, this is not who you are. You, we, we have gone through a dark valley. We're going to, we're going to get on, start going up the mountain now. So you're going to need to get, get with me. I mean, that's what I felt like the Lord was telling me. And I felt like he said, you know, get on the scale, stop, stop lying to yourself. Cause I still, I, I always, I've always thought I was pretty y'all. I'm going to be so like transparent with y'all. I've always been like, I'm so beautiful, honey. Aren't you glad you married such a beautiful woman? I literally said that to him this morning. We joke around about it. But I love that. You are Elizabeth. Yeah, thank you. Well, confidence has never been a real problem for me. But I will <laughs> tell you, during that period of time when I had gotten so overweight, I was starting to get embarrassed. I'd never had those feelings before, mm. which I'm grateful that I've had them now because I can minister to so many people who've had them. But yeah. in the beginning, I just really hadn't had that. But I did have it. But I did feel like the Lord was like, get your butt up. We're going to, we're going to do some work on you and you, and I am a servant. And he was like, you need to serve yourself for a minute, like, and not in a selfish way, but in a holy way. And so I just said, okay, yes, sir. You know? And so I got on the scale and faced my reality and was like, okay, that's, this is not going to work. And I, I said to my husband, I actually have it written down. I said, I want this. I was turning 44 and I said, I want the second half of my life to be way better than the first. And I need to start with my health. And mm. so that's where I went into that. And so if you are struggling with that emotional, if you're in a pit and that emotional eating has just been eating away at you and all the ways with your health and with your identity, honestly, because it was damaging to my identity. Um, I just encourage you to take the first step. And I personally feel if you're, if you're not healthy, your first step is to step on the scale. It is one way to measure it, but it is a way to measure it and see if you are so far off from where you normally are, let's just start there. Cause honestly, it's the easiest place to start. It's yeah. just the easiest place because that one thing of getting my looking at the scale, figuring out what I needed to do. Y'all, my first goal was like, 
I mean, if, if I just reached that first goal in my weight, I would be, I'd still be 30 pounds heavier. Like you don't even know what you're capable of. You don't even know what you're supposed yeah. to be doing, but it trickles down and you start figuring out, wow, I actually can be healthier. I can actually mm-hmm. be toned. I can actually eat healthy for the rest of my life. And this is not some fad and not something that I'm just going to go through. And yeah. it makes you better for it. Yeah. So put on your own oxygen mask is what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's an entire lifestyle change. And I think, you know, when you said God was kind of speaking to you, like, this is not who you are, like, come on, let's get up. It's time to go. Um, I think there are seasons, right, when we are going through like really hard things and we're kind of sitting in the hard and mourning and grieving, whether it's like someone's lost a loved one or Um, a loss of relationship or, you know, divorce or whatever. And you're like in that season of, you know, hard and yuck and, and trauma. And I think ultimately what people don't realize is that they get to decide whether they stay there, right. Or you move past it. And, you know, it's like that phrase, like you can choose to get better or stay bitter. And, you know, I love that you pointed out, you said the second half of my life, I want it to be better than the first. And so many women, I think, you know, get to this place of like late thirties, forties, fifties. And they think like, well, the best, you know, the best days are behind me, you know, like my young days, my whatever, when really it's like, no, like (laughs) you can start over today. You can start Mm -hmm. over anytime you can, you know, our, it's like renewed every morning. Right. And ultimately the best is yet to come, right? Like eternal salvation is yet to come. It's not even here yet. And so why not use what God has given us, uh, the talents, the gifts, the, the time we have left to, you know, let, I don't want to use the word leverage, but really like use what he has given us to the best that we can. Like, uh, you know, when someone said on our podcast recently, like do um, do the best, um, all for God's glory. Like every single thing that you do, do it for, as for the Lord, you know? And so it's like, I can totally relate to, it's like going through trauma and you kind of ignore it or like your sister, you know, you're kind of like, I'm just gonna, you know, be in denial about my health because I have these excuses, right. Of like, what's going on over here and here. Um, or not even like, just be like, well, it is what it, I feel like for me, it kind of like crept up on me, but it really didn't. It was just like overnight, all of a sudden I had gained kind of like you, I'd gained like 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting too, when you manage your like cortisol levels, your stress, and you do mm-hmm. stay, start taking better care of yourself, whether it's like eating healthier, you know, prioritizing your sleep, prioritizing what you consume, just being more disciplined. So I would love to hear in regards to, because obviously, right, from the health perspective, it's like, yes, you have to be super disciplined. But something that I have noticed um, in myself, as well as, you know, other very successful entrepreneurs, the areas of their life that they become disciplined in kind of trickle into other areas of their life. And so like for you, it was this like transformational health. And I have seen your before and after pictures, right? And it's incredible. Like it's it's a completely different person. Um, even Evelyn was looking at a picture of me on my mom's phone and she was like, that's mommy from like a year and a half ago. Like she, you know, she was even like, whoa, mommy looks weird, you know? And just like, cause I look completely different. You know, I had, I had lost all the, I've lost a lot of weight. And I think for me, and I'm sure you can speak to this too. 
I have, you know, now that I'm like prioritizing, like kind of realigning my priorities, right. like God like smacks us in the face sometimes and, and breaks us down. And he's like, Hey, I'm over here. Like, you know, you were trying to do all of this stuff on your own and it helps us, I think, become a little bit more disciplined in other areas. So I'd love to know, like, as far as like your business or your spiritual walk, like, how did you see that transformation transfer, right? How did that transformation transfer from not just your health, but other areas of your life? Yeah. So interestingly enough, as soon as we decided to get healthy, Andrew did it with me, my husband did, uh, 2020 hit and we were quarantined. Um, so that was interesting. But, um, and then there's a lot of trauma that goes along with that too. So there was just a lot. Um, at one point, I think, and we were in a rental house because we had just sold our house because of the trauma we had there and uh, we were building a house. So there was a lot going on. But um, but I will say, I, I love that you asked that question because it has it's changed me. I'm actually not even the mother that raised my children. Like, mm. and my kids will say that they're like basically mom 2.0, you know, and, and, and now I'm a grandmother as I just touched my necklace with that says honey. Cause I'm now honey, which is, I fully identify as that, that grandbaby has revolutionized our life. Um, but I will say the discipline has, I've always struggled with um, I'm a, I'm not diagnosed ADHD. Everybody and their mother is now. I'm, I just am a very high energy multitasker um, and it served me very well. I don't want to be diagnosed with anything because I don't want it to get in the way of how I'm productive. <laughs> so I just keep doing what I'm doing. But, um, but with that being said, I've always felt like I struggled with um, the discipline of just kind of getting in there and having routine, right? So I will say because of the way Optavia is in particular, I would have never known that this would transition, uh, transform me in this way. But because we eat five fuelings a day and one lean and green and we have to eat them or we don't have to, but the plan is every two to three hours, it created so much structure in my life that I now like do everything that way. It's the, it's the most wild thing. I set alarms for everything. I tell, I tell all my coaches and all my clients to do this too. I tell myself when to change the laundry. I tell myself when to take the trash out. I tell myself when to wake the kids up, when to start dinner. I mean, at 8.49, it went off and said, go upstairs to your podcast room. I literally tell myself what to do all day long. That structure has honestly been my, it's my best friend. I mean, it really is. And it also keeps me not even on task, but in flow. I'm always in flow. Like if I have a friend that's coming over at 10 a.m., I know she's coming over at 10 a.m. and I have blocked off till 12 and I I let her know pretty much, you know, up front or even, even a few minutes into it. I have something else at noon. I'm so excited that we get this two hours together. And then do you think I'm distracted in those two hours? Not no. at all. Right. I am totally focused on her. Same with my kids, all of the things. So it's, it's I don't really have... I don't want to say, I don't want to say this in a bad way. I don't want people to think, oh my gosh, I don't ever want to be that, like that way. I don't really have free time. What I have is kind of scheduled time. I schedule free time and I can do what I want in that time, but I pretty much know what I'm going to do <laughs> because of that. the structure. And, and I, I enjoy the structure because it's predictable It mm -hmm. it has predictable results. You don't have to be in a state of, I wonder if this is going to work. Or wonder if it's going to be okay. You know, it's that's that's what's changed the most probably for me. I love that you said that because 
you know, first of all, one of my friends, one of my good friends, I was in a mastermind with, um, she and I promoted to the top of the company around the same time. And she is still very successful, like the top recruiter, top seller in that company still to this day. And she has five kids and she has alarm set. And literally she's like, I wouldn't remember anything if I didn't set alarms. And it's not like you said, to have this rigid life, but it's to have the freedom that you're not forgetting something, you know, like, especially to the mother out there who is struggling, even for myself, you know, and it's my mom will have alarms like at random times of the day to pray for people even, you know, because, because, you know, when you're like, I'll pray for you and then you like never do. Right. So it's like just little things. It can be transformational because then it's not a this constant state of like, oh, I'm dropping the ball or I'm forgetting or frazzled or overwhelmed. It's just a state of being. It's a state of, like you said, like you're being present in the current reality in that place. You know, you don't feel like you have to constantly be checking your phone. Like, what am I missing? Or am I supposed to be doing this? Or am I do that? When you're with your kids, you're with your kids. When you're with your friend, you're with your friend. When you're working, you're working. When you're podcasting, you're podcasting. And I think that's a really powerful piece of advice because I think women as general, we have a lot of things that we have to juggle. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said too, that your uh, company, literally the structure of the company, right? It kind of, without you even realizing it, it gave you this framework, I guess, for how you are now living your life. And it's just really, it's really, it's really unique and cool. And you mentioned the freedom. I feel like the structure gave me the gift of the freedom. Mm-hmm. And and that that's and so for four years, I mean, I I have tremendous freedom. And I will say this, I'm not perfect. It has not been a perfect thing. Holidays every year for four years have thrown it off so big time because you end up your college kids come home and you know you do all the things and and your priorities will shift. And so it's not a once and done. It's a it's an ever evolving process. But at least like you said, the framework is there. And that's been the biggest blessing. Yeah. That reminds me of the saying discipline equals freedom. And just the more disciplined you are, the more it gives you freedom in your life. And I think you just gave thousands and thousands of dollars of value in your statement, just regarding setting alarms, like having alarms in your day or putting, like I use Google calendar, you know, or I have alerts that go off, but like putting alerts in your phone, scheduling time, you know, if you schedule social media time, schedule time to respond to messenger, schedule time to, you know, do your reach outs, like certain actions in your business. If you have them scheduled, you are much more likely to show up and to actually do it. And I think the great thing is you get more done because you are focused when you were sharing that you have a 17 year old that you homeschool. So I have one child who is in school and then I have two kids that just recently we transitioned to homeschooling them. And so I reconfigured my day and I don't feel like I have lost, you know, I've just been very intentional about the limited time that I have. And I think for all of us, like when you limit, when you have limited time, but you are so intentional and so purposeful in that time, you're not getting distracted with other things because you trust your process, right? Like if I know, hey, my phone is dinging, but this is the time I'm focused on this. I know, okay, in a little bit, I'll eventually get to that because that's part of my day, but you're focused on what it is that you're doing. So I love that you shared about the alarms. We would also love for you to share. So I feel like along with the skills that you have acquired in network marketing, that leadership is another skill as you have not only brought on your clients, but you've also brought on some team members. So 
If someone were wanting to grow in their leadership, what advice would you give them? Oh, uh, the first thing that popped my mind is just stick with it. It's just, just stick with the, what you know you're called to do. Um, because I mean, y'all probably the elephant in the room, 2023 was rough for network marketers. It just has been. Um, and, and it up to be is no different. And we, we've struggled and, and, uh, everything is different. Everything is the, the company as a whole is not the company I, I joined four years ago. And so we're all pivoting. Everybody's in this pivot stage. But I will say as a leader, stick with it because, and, and not blindly. I, I want to caveat that with, if you are in a company that is going the wrong way, I would never tell you to stick with that ever, ever, ever. I would tell you to stick with what God's called you to do as a leader. And sometimes that is stepping away from where you are, or it's hunkering down and getting getting stronger in where you are. But you have to have you have to have the insight and the discernment to know you're where you're supposed to be. And I do feel that way, even as a leader, even as I, if, if I bring, when I bring on coaches and as I bring on coaches, I say to them, I would never want you to join me as a coach unless it's, it's not, unless it's what you feel like you're supposed to be doing and what God, if they're a Christian, what God wants you to do, or if they're not a Christian, you know, uh, what you're wanting you to do, you know, you kind of, I mean, because it's, uh, we're not a Christian company, our network, our um, company isn't. And so we bring in all kinds. Now I kind of attract um, women of faith just because that's what I am. But, but again, I definitely focus on um, the, the once you have decided, once you are where God's called you to be, the consistency and showing up and valuing the education. I don't know if if you're listening to this and you're not in network marketing, you probably don't have access to what we have access to. But the the educational materials and the speakers and all of that we we pretty much get for free is phenomenal. I mean, it is like it, it is it is next level. It is Tony Robbins on steroids, you know? And so we get all of that. And I would just say to hunker down in it and really learn, don't just be someone that just shows up, be someone that shows up and takes action. And that's what a, re a real leader does is they take action because you can't lead someone if you're just out there floundering yourself. You have to be, your yes has to be yes. Your no has to be no. You have to focus on what is going to get you to your next goal, but what is going to get your, your, and I don't want to say followers, but your coaches to their next goal. Um, and, and I was really honest with a coach yesterday. She's like, I don't understand why this is not happening. And I said, I don't understand it either, but we don't always have to understand it in order to continue to press forward and do what we're supposed to do. Um, and sometimes that clarity comes on the other side of it. Oh, yes. So very good. And so true. And I think, you know, you're exactly right. Like this industry is, you know, known for professional and personal development. And I love some, I love that. I really do. I'm grateful for my, you know, my own journey through it, yeah. as well as just in general, like watching the transformation in my friends' lives and how it's impacted my children. And I, I just love, I think leadership too is something that, you know, yeah, it's not for everyone, but it can be, you know, and like you said, when it doesn't, fall into our lap or happen right away, or even if we've been working on towards a goal toward for years and it just doesn't seem to 
we're not exactly where we want to be. I always tell people that, you know, we don't know, like you said, right? Like we don't know what God is trying to teach us or what we're, he's equipping us with, or he's trying to, how he's refining us to get to the version of us that is required at that level, you know? And so as hard as it is, that's what leadership is all about. Leadership is. is learning, evolving, it's growing through the hard, through the messy, no matter what, you know? And so, you know, it's the women picture. Yes, that's exactly right. And so, as you mentioned, our audience is, you know, we do have network marketers, direct sellers, um, you know, some coaches, a variety of women, but primarily you have been speaking to the kingdom-minded mompreneur. And so we always like to ask our guests, like, what is your definition of the kingdom-minded mompreneur? Oh my goodness. I've probably said that a little bit, but I, I can actually speak to that uh, from personal experience recently because I am now keeping my grandbaby two to three days a week. And so my kingdom has shifted a little bit to um, to having a newborn. She's nine months old now, but from I started as soon as my daughter had her, I, I stayed with my daughter and then I started keeping her as my daughter went back to work. I mean, she's a nurse. And so I have I had to shift a little bit even in my own business. Now, I will say what I just said to you about the structure, it's my best friend. And and so keeping with that, I've just had to adjust it a little bit with having Lucy. But when I'm with Lucy, she's number one. And that's that's what I do. I pay attention to her and I have zero guilt for that. And I will say it is a the remedy for mom guilt is to plan your time. And mm. to, when you are there to be a hundred percent in, and when you are not there to, to tell your people, Hey, just like I did this morning, I texted my daughter. She's going to, um, I'm keeping Lucy at 1045, but I texted her and said, I'm going to be in my podcast room on do not disturb from, you know, this time to this time, you feel free to come and, you know, you can be here all you want and, and I'll see y'all when I get done. I have zero guilt about that because she knows, well, mom's got got a life too, you know, but, but also it shows my children and my family that we're not, we're not one track people. We have, you know, children and a husband. I mean, if, if we were one track, we would just be single forever. And there are people called to that. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying I'm not, I was called to get married to my husband, have a million children and adopt a million children and have a ton of businesses. If we wrote down all the businesses that my husband and I own between the two of us, we look like a mall. It's crazy. And <laughs> so it's, and, and also the moving 22 times in 25 years. Like, I mean, it's just, oh, whoa, we that. Right. I, I didn't even touch on that. But being kingdom minded is that it's being kingdom minded. It's it's um it's it's cultivating what you've been given. It's it's nurturing what you've been given. It's um it's paying attention and not letting life happen to you. You actually get a say in it. And if we didn't have a say in it, we'd all be robots. We do have a say in it. And so as long as it's in alignment and, and guess what? <laughs> You'll know when it's not in alignment. And so you you know, and especially if you have the Holy Spirit within you because you really know. And so you just kind of and, and when you're not in alignment, you pivot. And I think that that's where you can keep that kingdom mind and, and top of top of mind awareness is just, this is all, it is all his anyway. He owns it all. My hands are always lifted high and totally open. And because he owns it all and he gives and takes and money comes and goes and people come and go. But the Lord will never leave you or forsake you. And that is what we've always held fast to within my family and within my mind. And I can't even begin to tell you how many times I say that in my mind, uh, especially after 
that's a lot of trauma going on in, in our lives. But with all that said, and I can talk about the trauma all day long, but the redemption is so much sweeter. And wow. I choose to focus on the redemption because that's where um, if you're, that's where your focus goes, your energy flows. And I definitely focus on the redemption and the what's next and the best is yet to come. And Becky said it beautifully that heaven is the very best for us. We don't even know what to expect there. We have a few glimpses of it in the Bible, but I don't even think we can wrap our brains around it, which is such a blessing. And it also reminds me, we can't even wrap our brains around the joy we get to experience on the earth. So you just have to walk in that and you take the next right step. And, and my favorite quote of my husband, I will quote my husband here. When we first found out about our sweet baby, Evan, a little baby in the hospital, and I looked at the lady at my church and said, yes, we'll take him without even asking my husband. And I came home and this was my husband's words to me. We will, we will definitely take him. We will continue walking through the doors as they open until God tells us to stop. And that is our family motto. And we have done that and we have, it has served us so well. Wow. Oh my goodness. Mic drop. Mic drop. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> Elizabeth, we could sit here and talk with you for hours and Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your heart, for your wisdom. And if someone is listening and they want to connect with you, whether it's they're interested in Optavia products, they're interested in, you know, anything you have to offer, where can they find you? Um, I always have to look at my Instagram handle. Um, Instagram is my is where I'm the most active and it, it flows over into Facebook, but I'm the most active in Instagram and my health assessment is right there in my bio. You can click on it and send it to me and then I we can have a conversation. That's pretty much how you set up an appointment with me. I think I do have Calendly in there somewhere too, but mostly if I get a if I get a health assessment from you, I'm gonna call you. So that's where uh, the most, you know, you can get in touch with me that way. And my podcast is also linked there. Um, it dropped every week last year. And uh, we're going to start back in the spring quarter this year. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, sometimes you got to put a few things on the back burner in order to get together. And um, I've opened up a flooring store with my son. And so we are we're focused on getting that up and running right now. And um, he's going on his first sales call with me tomorrow. And I'm, I'm really in mentorship teaching him right now. So, so that's been, that doesn't have anything to do with anything other than that is my job too. Um, yes. So I'm doing that, but yeah, I would love to tell anyone about Optavia because obviously it's revolutionized our life. Um, and I love the podcast and, and the podcast is going to take on some different roles here in the, in the next year, but I'm excited and looking forward to it. Yes. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. And I love you guys. You guys are my coaches. I'll put a plug in for them. I'm in their coaching community. I love what they do. Um, I binge their podcast. I follow all the things that Monique and Becky do and pray for them. And 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 I'm so thankful that God's allowed our paths to cross and um, through Ren and Melanie and all the people. And it's just been um, such a blessing. And we were talking about that before we got on, how um, there's so many commonalities and the strands are just all connected. And, and that's just a sign that Jesus just loves us. Yes. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. Yes. Thanks so much for listening to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. If you loved what you heard today, could you stop and give us a five-star rating and review? It helps our visibility on podcasting platforms so others like you can hear more of this message. Also, if this episode encouraged you, we would love for you to pass it along to your own biz bestie and anyone else who could benefit. 
Lastly, don't forget that if you want to hang out with us just a little bit more, join us inside the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur community. Click the link in the show notes. Bye for now.